Hey, what's up? Hello. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for coming back. I know it's been over a year and um, (laughs) I wish I had better explanations than excuses. But at this point, I just feel like whatever it is that I will probably say would be an excuse. So yeah maybe we'll get into it at a later stage but for now thank you so much for tuning in thank you for coming back um hopefully i'm a little bit more consistent this time around (laughs) all right so let's get right into it all right so um today's topic what we're going to be talking about is being a single mom. (laughs) I know and I'm pretty sure there's been a thousand million conversations on being a single mom and a lot of people have probably shared their stories that you've listened to or heard or maybe you've had first-hand experience at being a single mom Or somebody really, really close to you has had like something happen to them. Either it be by choice or circumstance that they ended up as a single mother. Um, But I'm pretty sure to a certain level, a certain extent, we have all come across people who have had children and are not um, staying with their partners or with partners. Because I mean, in this day and age, it can also be a choice to be a single mother. Like, you can literally make a choice to just have a baby with someone's sperm, somebody that you don't even know, you've never met, you probably will never meet, you'll raise the baby on your own, you know? So there's a lot of a lot of options nowadays. And, I mean, I guess it's a good thing in its own way could be I guess anyway that's not what we're about to talk about sorry my mind is just like wandering off um last time I recorded a podcast I was um how many months seven months pregnant yeah it was in August yeah so the last time I did this I was seven months pregnant um heavily pregnant full of emotions Um, A lot was going on at the time of my pregnancy. I think at some other point, um, we will probably do a My Pregnancy Story episode. I think that would be my next episode. Um, But today, however, (laughs) we're not going to be talking about that. So you can look out for the next episode and I will share with you all um, my pregnancy journey how my baby came to be and the whole thing you know I'll share that with you (laughs) all right so um to a certain extent that statement you know single mother um is is weird because a lot of the times when nobody raises a child on their own Like, as much as we want to think we raise babies on our own, we don't. Even if you've got a partner or not, there will always be people around you that will assist you with raising your child. I mean, in most cases, some people don't really have family 
or reliable family and reliable friends that can assist them with the parenting part and the raising of a child but sometimes it's even strangers that can assist us maybe you're at the bus stop and you really need to like get something and somebody helps you with something that's it's not as much help as we would like to have as mothers but it's something you know i've realized that in life we are all codependent like nobody nobody not a single soul is an island it doesn't matter how much we don't want to be that way, but we rely on each other for survival. And that's a good thing, you know. We are being made to believe it's a bad thing. We should all just, you know, close up, close our spaces, no new friends, just be alone. <laughs> don't worry about nobody else's business. Mind your own business and drink your water, child. <laughs> but... um there's beauty in depending on the next person because it means that you need to be vulnerable. You need to let go of the control that you think you have. And hopefully you didn't hear that. That was like police car driving past. You probably did. But anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to re-record this because I do not have the strength, the energy, and... My emotion was already in the beginning. I'm not going to redo that. Anyway, okay, fine. Let's get back to it. Being a single mama, <laughs> which is what I am. Um, and this was not by choice. It was by circumstance. And um, for those of you who know me, you probably know the story or you know a part of the story or you think you know the story because, you know, sometimes you just need to confuse the enemy a little bit. <laughs> and not say everything but to the people who are really really close to me you probably already know what happened and um yeah for me the biggest thing or let me say um from the time that I became a single mother I personally feel that because I became a single mother while I was still pregnant because I already knew that the father of my child did not want to be involved um, because he already made that clear. Well, he didn't make it clear, but his actions and what he would do and what he would say mm, does not match up. So I figured this is what's about to happen. I need to accept it. And it was really, really hard, but I had to um, for me and for my baby. And I think one thing that I needed to learn, um, I've always been a forgiving person. I've always been a very soft person to a certain extent some people say i'm naive because i choose to see the good in everything and everyone and i choose to just highlight that you know so i've always been a forgiving person but i had not realized the extent that i can forgive like i, di I didn't know how much i could take and how much i could experience and go through not that i haven't gone through drastic changes and um drastic disappointments in life before this i had you know but this this was just like wow um it was a level on its own so i'm super grateful for the lesson that i learned i learned that about myself i learned that i'm able to forgive and i'm able to let go and that there's beauty in it because a lot of the times, um, 
when you become a single parent, let me put it that way, a single parent, um, by circumstance, we tend to have a lot of um, anger towards the next person, the person that we were supposed to be with. And it's understandable, you know, I guess, because nobody, unless if you literally went to go grab some um, sperm at some freezing whatever, you know, for you to just have a baby on your own, if you had somebody that you were with, a partner, whether it's a mistake or not, nobody, um, okay, let me not say nobody, but I'd like to think that nobody just wants to have a baby on their own without raising your child in a family, um, you know, in most cases, let's put it that way, in most cases, um, we really want both parents to be there for our children so that we can have a family but when that doesn't happen a lot of the times um, there's a lot of confusion there's a lot of anger there's a lot of disappointment there's a lot of hurt there's just a lot of emotions that that are taking place you know and it's also traumatizing a lot of the times we don't realize how traumatizing it is to not have what you thought you were going to have. Um, I'm not sure who I was listening to or if I was watching like a video on YouTube or something, but I remember learning that trauma is not just the big things. Whatever it is that changes your mindset or that changes the way that you view things or see things or feel about things is traumatic. And I remember when I was uh, going for counseling as well um, during my pregnancy um, because I, I was depressed and yeah. So I remember my therapist telling me that um, when a baby is born, that for them is a traumatic experience because they are leaving their comfort zone and they're coming into the world. And babies is just confused because they're like, what am I doing? What am I going through? Like, what's happening to me? So it's also very, very important that um, we are sensitive towards babies when they're born because it's a lot for them, you know. And it breaks my heart so much um, that there are so many women out there that have to go through the birthing process on their own. I was super blessed to be able to go through that process with my mom and my aunties, my mom's sisters. They were literally taking turns to rub my back <laughs> and to be with me while I was in labor. It was, yeah, it was, it was amazing. Um, but yeah, anyway, I've gone off track again. What I was basically saying is that there's a lot of emotions that take place during pregnancy and when eventually somebody becomes a single mother, whether it's in the earlier um, child, like the earlier part of your child's life or at a later stage, it's still something that's that's filled with a lot of emotions and there's just a lot going on, confusion and all of that. But from earlier on, like even while I was still pregnant, my biggest prayer and the big, my biggest wish and something that I've always said was I do not want for my child to grow up with hate in his heart for his father not being there. Um, and I've always said that I would never stand in the way of his father 
having a relationship with him. If he puts in the effort that he needs to and he shows that he wants to stand up for his child and he wants to be in his child's life, I can never stand in the way of that just because um, he did not treat me the way that I expected to be treated or was not there for me the way that I would have wanted him to be there um, does not mean that now that must carry on to my son. Like I even, I don't even want my son to grow up thinking, oh no, my dad was not around. My dad didn't love me, whatever, whatever. Um, I just, you know, want him to just forgive and for him to be very understanding. Um, but that in its own, I think for me personally, the damage it also did to me was that I told myself that I wanted to get into a relationship when my son's, when my son is still young, I wanted to still raise him in a family, you know, I wanted to find somebody that I connected with somebody that I loved and somebody that um, loved me right back and to start a family. And if that person has a child of their own, oh, well, if they don't and they're willing to raise my baby with me and we can make more babies along the way, perfect. Um, just so that, you know, he doesn't have to grow up with any missing something. But... That doesn't exactly go according to plan <laughs> because, yeah, you know, life sometimes doesn't go according to plan and, and that's okay. I'm learning that it's okay for things not to go the way that we plan for them to, um, but it's, it's also okay to keep planning and to keep hoping for the best and, to just keep shitting your shot, you know, and waiting for change. So, yeah, basically, um, having my son and becoming a single mother um, has taught me that I'm capable of forgiveness. And it has also taught me that I am strong. That I'm strong enough to handle my own, even though I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> um you know sometimes you just do things that you don't want to do but you realize that you can actually do it um and god will be there to guide you and help you and bring people along that can assist you where you need assistance i think that's also like a really really big thing um and yeah like so if you have friends or family members that are single mothers please help them out, like just random days, just, you know, spend the day with them, ask them if they, if you would, if you can babysit for them so they can have time to themselves. And, um, it's, it's really a lot being a single mom. And now we're just going to dive a little bit into, um, the lessons that come with being a single mama. I touched a little bit on like the emotions and all of that. Now we're going to talk about the lessons that come with it. What I personally have learned, um, which is being a mother as well, you know, cause I was 22 when I, when I, when I had my son and at that age, you know, leaving the club at 4am, 
hanging out with friends, doing whatever you want to do when you want to do it is the norm. Like that's the life that you're living. You're a Christian, you're trying your best to live a, a good life, but you're still doing worldly things. But now when you're a mother, it's like you need to now create a balance. I remember needing to leave my baby at home the very first time when I had to go to the shopping mall. And I had to leave him at home with my mom. That was a day with like a mix. It wasn't even a day. It was just a couple hours, like two hours, I think it was. It was it was so different. At that time, I think he was about a few weeks old. I don't remember the exact um, number of weeks, but he was a few weeks old. And I remember feeling all sorts of ways. I was anxious. I was like, is he going to be okay? Is he going to notice that I'm gone? But at the same time, there was a part of me that craved that freedom to just leave the house. Um, and to just to just have my own space, you know. And there was also conflict because I was feeling like it's bad for me to want to get away from him. And I was feeling like, why would I feel that way? Why would I be okay with not being with him? Even if it's just for a couple of hours. So there was that conflict I was fighting within myself. Where it's like, no, I need to go back to him because I miss him and I really want to be with him. And then there's a part of me that's like, no, I'm enjoying myself out here. Um, I needed this fresh air. I needed to just, you know, be out there. But I also, <laughs> I promise you, I felt like maybe I should have had like a sign on my forehead while I was walking around. <laughs> like caution i'm a mother i just gave birth <laughs> to let the whole world know because i don't know what it is but you just want people to just treat you with caution you want people to be kind to you because you're feeling all types of way so it's like can i just have a sign on my forehead that says i just left my few week old baby at home and be gentle with me <laughs> <laughs> oh I remember that day like it was yesterday it was it was such a difficult day um filled with like a whole lot but when I came back I was so glad that I had gone out because I realized that I did need that I needed a little bit of a getaway and that's something that you're able to get if you have a partner if you're raising your baby with a partner who <laughs> can you know look after the child while you get some time off and I mean I have my family who have assisted me from the time that I had my son because I'm staying with my parents um like I was staying with my parents and so I had that um and it was it was amazing because sometimes I'd really be tired and my mom would just take him and she'd be like you can rest and I would sleep <laughs> I would sleep y'all um so yeah we need assistance we need help help each other out and mm, i think another thing also with having a baby and not being in a relationship is um when potential suitors well let's call them that <laughs> start to approach you and um it's weird really because you're like okay what am I supposed to say am I supposed to be like hey I have a baby um 
And funny enough, some people will literally treat you different. Some men, the minute that you mention that you've got a child, it's like, I don't know, like a flag is raised to them or something and they just become completely different. And you're just like, "Mm, okay. And then you're like, so should I not tell people that I have a baby? Should I tell people? But I've learned to embrace the fact that I have a baby. And I will tell whoever decides to potentially become interested in me that I've got a son. And because, I mean, at the end of the day, I cannot hide that. You're going to get to know me in a month's time. I'm going to talk about, like, how I need to go on a date with my son. And you're going to be like, what? You have a son? You never mentioned this to me. Then the relationship's over. But basically, so, mm, yeah. (laughs) You need to tell people that you got a baby, yo. Um, this episode has been all over the place. I have basically just been talking and talking and releasing and having a conversation with y'all. And I hope it's been good. I do not want it to be too long. I've got so much more things to share with you about being a single mama. And it's, it's a lot. But basically to all my peoples out there to all the ladies and gentlemen who are raising their babies on their own who don't have partners your significant other is not there maybe you're widowed maybe your person decided i don't want this no more like good job like well done you're doing so good just do what you gotta do to continue moving and get yourself an amazing support system because that That will literally lift you up on days when you don't feel like it. When you just don't feel like doing anything. And it's okay for you to allow people to help you. But it's also okay for you not to rely too much on people. You still need to get your ducks in a row. So that you are able to take care of your baby. But at the end of the day, we need to trust God. If you are a believer in Christ or in God or whatever entity you believe in. I think for me, the biggest um, relief is knowing that in as much as I was a part of um, this child coming to earth, I played the role to bring him to the earth, but I did not give him breath. That was not my doing. That was God who did that. He's the one who allowed him to be here. And he's the one who has given him to me as a blessing. A lot of people say kids are blessing. That's a discussion for another day because I want to talk about that because I'm like, babies are a blessing. Mm, Wait, hold on. Anyway, that's a discussion for another day. But basically, the child has been put on earth and that baby has his own purpose that he needs to fulfill. And he's going to grow and do all the things that he needs to do, play his part. So... In as much as we need to be very, very responsible and do our best to make sure that our babies have good lives, we can also just trust God that if you brought him here, you're going to take care of him, you're going to take care of his needs, and you're going to be there for the both of us. And, um, yeah, hopefully somebody could relate to this and, (coughs) excuse me. It's not coronavirus, by the way, because <laughs> I just got my first, I got my first job, my first, you know, um, dose of the Pfizer 
anyway, as I was saying, um, I know this was all over the place. I hope you learned something. I hope you um, understood something better. And I hope maybe you could relate to anything that I was saying. And yeah, I just needed to do this so that I could know that I'm back at it. And I cannot, like I can just stop procrastinating and just do it and get right into it. So I'm going to try to do two episodes a week and we'll see how that's going to come along. And hopefully in the future, I can get some people to come out here and talk to me. We can have conversations. We can all learn from each other because I love talking. I could talk all day, but I don't mind having people to conversate with so that we can see different points of views and learn and grow and become fruitful and have a good time. So from me to you, Goodbye. That is basically um, go well, have a good day in Shana because I am from Zimbabwe in Africa. All right. Good night. Goodbye. Have a good day. Thank you for stopping by. Bye.